The following program is paid for by Absolute Mortgage, a division of Finance of America Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 1071, AZBK 0910184. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Absolute Mortgage. Visit absoluteloans.com or call 888-90-HOMES for cost information. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, sponsored by Absolute Mortgage, a division of Finance of America Mortgage. Now in the studio, local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome to The Money Hour at 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, September 24 show. I am your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I've built a network of elite industry professionals every week sharing their knowledge and expertise for you, my listener. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on my show today. Please call at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's one 855 411150 or you can always go online at the moneyhour.com and the lineup for my show today Patrick Hayes with superior slab jacking increase your home's value and curb appeal with an alternative to concrete replacement save time money and better to our environment with slab jacking also in studio I have Joe Masson with Karen Transition of South Puget Sound resources if you're downsizing decluttering senior relocation or need for an estate sale. And my last guest in studio, first time in studio, is Seth Gilliland with Mass Mutual Seattle, protecting your home with disability insurance. That is the lineup. Very excited for my guests, all males in studio. That's always a little bit fun for me as your female host. So it'll be a great day. And let's go ahead and start out today's show, as always, with a little money chat. Money. Money. lot of things going on in the appraisal market. I've brought a couple uh, topics in regarding appraisals. This is if you're looking at purchasing a property. I know you need an appraisal when you're refinancing as well, um, but really want to focus on purchase purchase an FHA. FHA is a loan program that's available for a lower down payment assistance, or if you have credit uh, challenging credit, you do not need to be a first-time home buyer. You can buy a home up to over a half a million for a three and a half percent down payment, so it's not for a a lower purchase price. Uh, But there are some restrictions on FHA that you may not see on conventional. And I just want to go through how an FHA appraiser looks at the property. Uh, Some of these are going to apply to conventional a lot or not going to. Um, But it's a common conversation that came up with some of my realtor partners. And so I thought it would be a great topic to bring into studio, whether you're one of my real estate uh, partners listening to the show or consumer uh, out there. FHA is primary concern that everything in the house function properly and that there are no health and safety issues. The basic concept for meeting FHA minimum requirements is that everything must work as was designed to work. So for an example, a window that is supposed to open must open and a built-in appliance should do what the appliance is supposed to do. And if you have sliding glass doors with a lock on the handle, the lock should work. So these little things that may not seem like an issue, there are things that an appraiser for an FHA loan would need to call out. Now, here's a general list of what the FHA appraiser is going to be looking for during his or her inspection. Utilities should be turned on so that the appraiser can test the system and the appliances. Appliance must function properly. There should be proper uh, drainage around the perimeter, perimeter of the house. The heating unit must be in working order and AC if applicable. 
Uh, water pressure must be adequate for the house. Appraisers flush toilets. They turn on faucets and ensure that both the hot and cold water are working. The water heater must be working uh, order and strapped accordance to local code. The attics and crawl space are to be viewed and at minimum from the shoulder by the appraiser. Uh, when viewing the attic, appraisers must sure that there are vents, no damage, no exposure to frayed wires, and the sunlight is the sunlight is not beaming through. Now, when inspecting a crawl space, appraisers make sure that there are no signs in standing water or any other foundational support issues. Um, excessive debris in the attic or crawl space should be removed. Now, paint must be um, paint must not be chipping, peeling, or flaking on homes built before 1978 because of the damage of the lead-based paint. Lead was used to paint prior to 1978. However, there must be no defective paint or bare wood for properties built after 1978 because defective paint impacts the economic longevity of the property. Now, defective paint should be scraped and repainted with no wood chips and soil. Electrical outlets must work. Outlets should have a cover plate also. Toilets must be plush and pl- flush and mounted. Any active termite infestation it needs to be cured. Minor cosmetic issues such as stained carpet uh, or a need to interior paint are okay. The house does not have to be perfect, but there, ha- there are, are issues that impact health and safety on a long-term economic visibil- visibility of the property. Then those issues must be cured. Windows must be open and closed and open and must be able to open and close and they cannot be broken. Mirror cracked uh, can be okay so long as there's not an issue with the safety, soundness, and security. Uh, No dangling wires from missing uh, fixtures or anywhere else. FHA doesn't require the air conditioning, but if present, the system should work as intended. Smoke detectors and carbon dioxide detectors are required. Um, as required by local cold. The firewall from the garage to the house should be intact. Missing sheetrock or pet door installed in door or lack of self-closing hinges, hollow door could pose some safety issues. A roof should be should not be leaking and needs to have at least five years of the economic life uh, left on the property. So these are just a few things that the appraiser is going to be looking for. So the takeaway for FHA is just make sure that the little things are um, not left unattended to because what will happen is the appraiser will get out there or have a long list of things called these are really easy things that could be fixed and men prior to the appraiser going out to the property and save on a lot of delays as well as save on additional costs that may be incurred. Um, that's my money chat. Coming up next, I have Patrick Hayes with uh, Superior Slab Jacking. Is your concrete shifting, sinking, or unsafe? I have a solution that can save you 60% or more over removal or replacement of cost, or my guest does. Right here at 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. Do you need to diversify your investment portfolio? Real estate can be a very solid investment and Seattle is one of the strongest real estate markets in the country. The secret to making wise decisions is having a proven real estate investment expert by your side. Holly Furin of Remax Junction is no ordinary real estate broker. She has more than two decades of real estate experience with sales and property management. She can help you navigate the booming Seattle real estate market to find golden properties, houses or condos that are best suited to lease as a yearly residence or vacation rental. 
Whether you want a short-term investment or one that generates income for years, Holly Furin can help you find the best property and negotiate the purchase. Then she'll market your home to prospective renters and screen tenant applications. By standing between you and the tenant, emotion is removed from the equation. You're not looking for a new best friend, you're looking for someone who will pay the rent on time, maintain the property, and be a respectful neighbor. During her 20 years as a property manager, Holly Furin has never evicted one of her pre-screened renters. Her tenant's rent checks have never gone more than 30 days past due. A good real estate investment provides monthly cash income while steadily building equity that you can cash in when you sell or use as a home equity line of credit. During your free consultation with Remax Junction, Holly will discuss your immediate needs and long-term goals. She'll deliver a comprehensive real estate investment plan custom-tailored to work for you. I'm Holly Furin with Remax Junction. If you're interested in investing in Seattle area real estate, call me today at 206-766-8400 at extension 130. That's 206-766-8400 at extension 130. Sign up for my newsletter at www.hollyfurin.com. That's www.hollyfuren.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. Sponsored by Absolute Mortgage, a division of Pinnacle Capital Mortgage Corporation. Now, in the studio, local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, September 24th show. I'm here to empower our community, providing you with opportunities and solution when it comes to your money. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but you can always call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com to ask any questions for myself, your host, or the guests that I have in studio today. In studio right now, we'll have have a conversation with Patrick Hayes with Superior Slab Jacking, and today it's all about slab jacking. <laughs> Patrick, thank you so much for coming back in studio. Thanks for having me back, Tina. It's great to be here. And a little bit about Patrick. Um, Patrick is VP of Superior Slab Jacking. His senior officer of the Building Industry of Washington served as director for State Association for eight years and currently on the board of directors of the Master Builders Association of King County and Snohomish County. And just to start out for uh, my listeners that are new to the show or ones that have may hear our conversation before, um, but just a reminder to explain slabjacking and what is that all about? Sure. Hey, before I do that, Tina, can, uh-huh. can I congratulate you again on your book? Yes, I, you can. I read your book and thoroughly enjoyed it and was inspired by it. So congratulations. Great job. Thank you, Patrick. And if you're listening, you want to know where to get my book. It's called Journey With Me by Tina Mitchell, and it's on an Amazon paperback and Kindle. Thank you, Patrick. You bet. So back to slabjacking. Explain to my listeners a little bit about that. Sure. Um, slabjacking is a process where we raise sunken concrete back to at or near original elevation. And what we do is we drill holes through the sunken concrete about every four feet apart, hydraulically pump a cement slurry under pressure and it's the pressure that forces the slab back up and we constantly are putting additional material in so that when we're done you don't have any air pockets at all it's completely filled with our material at the same time that we're lifting if there's any further compaction to occur we're compacting at the same time as well 
-hmm. So because of that, we're able to guarantee our work against settling, against everything except for earthquakes for as long as you own the property. Yeah, it's pretty. And and I have to say, because I've had you in studio a few times and our uh, engineer producer, uh, Gary, that's with us here every week is... I mean, it's he hired your company because it was, you know, so exciting to hear everything that you um, that your company does. So, can you share the level of expertise that your team has? Oh, sure. Ryan uh, is our crew chief, and he has been raising sunken concrete for I think twenty two years now. Uh, long time. A long time, and mm-hmm. that's all we do is is raise sunken concrete. So, and he is a perfectionist. So he makes sure that that he does the job the way that he would do it if he was doing it at his house. Yeah. And I think Gary, that you'll agree that when he came to your house, uh, not only is he very professional, but he will leave the uh, surrounding area cleaner than it was when we got there. It was uh, everything was wonderful before and after. He cleaned up. Yeah. Made it made me everything feel comfortable and did a great job. Great, thank you. And what about the geographic area, Patrick, that you guys service? We typically like to focus in the Bellevue, Kirkland, Redmond, Renton, Auburn, Kent, Seattle area, but we will go from Blaine to uh-huh. Olympia. Wow. Uh, we go from Wenatchee to Friday Harbor. So you've got quite, asked, a, quite a play of distance that you'll go. We, um, we will. And I was yes. asked earlier if we'll go to, to Shelton and if uh-huh. the price is right, we will. But yes. that's probably not going to be a good option. <laughs> a little too cost effective, not cost effective. So let's get into that typical cost of slab jacking. And how does that compare with the cost of removing and replacing concrete for those that miss the chime in from a commercial? Sure. Um, typically, we're going to be about 60% of the cost of removal and replacement. And it's not... That's a huge savings. Yeah, and it's not just the cost savings, it's also the amount of time that you go without your concrete if you have it removed and replaced. So typically you can have your concrete removed fairly quickly, but Uh then when it's re-poured, you need to have it set up typically for about five days before you want to walk on it. Yes. With uh, slab jacking, you can walk on your concrete within a half an hour, 45 minutes of when we're done. Mm Uh, so it's much cleaner, simpler, faster, and environmentally responsible. So let's talk about environmentally safe. How is it um, different? Well, we use materials that are organic materials. Um, I know that there are other options out there where there are um, foams and other chemicals. We're, we're not into the chemical solution. I'm a, I'm a certified grain professional. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we just like to make sure that we have balance. So, Patrick, how would an average homeowner know when it's best for slab jacking versus removing and replacing the problem slabs? They're not unless they talk to somebody who's going to give them an honest opinion. And you guys go out and you do um, free consultations to people that aren't sure what to do. Absolutely, all the time. Yeah. And a lot of times when I'm out looking at a particular uh, piece of concrete, Uh I will mention to the person, were you aware that this other piece of concrete has settled also? And it's like, oh, no, they haven't. And why would they? Because they're not really trained to notice that. Makes total sense. So um, if if you're selling your home and uh, are there times where you would not want to do subject prior to putting the house on the market? 
Yes, and you know why is that? Well, I I always suggest that the homeowner work with their their real estate agent to determine okay. what the most appropriate course of action is. Sometimes your walkway is broken up to the point where it does not make sense to raise it. It makes more sense to remove it and replace it. Got it. When that's the case, um, it might be that the new homeowner doesn't want concrete at all. They might want treks or or gravel or some other something else and so i'd like to help give people a lot of different options Mm -hmm. and slab jacking may be one of those options but when you're selling your home um, the thing about our warranty is we're going to guarantee our work for as long as you own the home yes so if you, you they hire you as soon as they sell the house that guarantee doesn't transfer to the new owner we will give a three-year transferable warranty to the really? new owner yes and the reason it's three years is because we know that about 99 percent of all settling is going to occur in the first three years got it but we also like to suggest that the purchaser be the the person to hire us to do the work so that uh-huh. the warranty is for as long as they own the home makes sense doesn't always work that way but there are also times where we've been asked to come out and look at at concrete and there's tree roots and and other mm-hmm. things and again it's it's the purchaser might not want concrete so why spend the money if if you know you're not going to get the value out of it so patrick what types of concrete issues can be repaired using slab jacking well, anytime that you have um, flat work, so like a sidewalk, uh, front porch, patio, uh, swimming pool area, garage floor, basement floor, uh, we don't do foundations. Uh, mm-hmm. So it has to be kind of a flat work type situation and, and we can re- uh, lift any sunken concrete. A lot of times people will ask us, what can you do about tree roots? Well, uh-huh. tree roots is the opposite where it's lifted by the tree. Uh, you can't make concrete resettle unless you cut the tree root yeah. uh, and then you go to your local hardware store and you get the stuff that you put on the root that makes wood decompose quickly. Mm-hmm. You put that on and in about a year, the root will decompose and the concrete slab will settle back down to where it was originally. Got it. So you got all of the different strategies that are necessary if Slab jacking is not the right uh, option, which is which is great. The experience behind a really counsel and coach into the right direction. So, Patrick, tip ha- trip hazards are a real concern, especially for our more seasoned neighbors. So, how does the cost of slab jacking compare with the removal or and replacement? Yeah, you know, typically um, with a trip hazard, there's it's a longer section than you think it is that's settled mm-hmm. you only know that you can only see the portion where you actually trip and and generally that's going to be like an eight foot section or a 12 foot section um, so in order to fix that and to make it look aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. uh, slab jacking is is the better solution uh, because if you if you remove and re-pour, then you're going to have a new pour next to an old pour. And again, uh, we are typically about uh, 60% of the cost of removal and replacement. Okay. Now, we talked about the difference concrete. You know, once you get it in there, you got to wait for days before you can use it, whereas it's hours with slab jacking. Um, but from the time that they make a decision uh, to move forward, how long is it going to take? And is it damaging any of the plants? Um, you know, how, how soon is it ready to go and what type of damage uh, might there be? 
you know, there's not going to be any damage at all to um, any of your plants, to mm -hmm. the siding. Sometimes what we see is um, people will have their house resided after their concrete settled. Uh -huh. And when, when that happens, we have to have them remove the bottom parts of the siding to allow the concrete to come back up to where it was before. Got it. Um, so, you know, we identify all of those things ahead of time. Uh, there are times where people have to cut bushes back because they extend over the walkway or over the porch, but we're not going to do any damage at all to, to anything. Got it. And drilling holes, how, how do you know how many that you're going to drill? Well, I don't, but that's where Ryan but you're, comes in. You're an uh, expert, and, and that arena does. Yeah. Yes. Typically, we drill holes about every four feet apart. Uh huh. Uh, and the reason for that is we know that as we're pumping the material hydraulically, it's going to go about two and a half feet. So, you know, you go two and a half feet one direction, two and uh -huh. a half feet the other. So we want we do that so that we know that there's no void when we're done. And the Got other it. way that we know there's no void is if I drill a hole here and then four feet farther apart, I want to see material come out of the other holes at some point so that I know that, that we're actually forcing all the material out uh, and that there's no void. Makes makes sense. Uh, let's shift over to Master Builders and how your uh, company is intertwined and, and um, talk a little bit about Master Builders. Sure. Uh, Master Builders Association of King and Snohomish Counties is the largest home builders association in the country. Uh, I also think it's the finest home builders association in the Would country. Um, there are a number of benefits to our members to be members. And I mm -hmm. think that from a consumer perspective, if you're hiring people to do your work and you're not hiring master builders members, you're probably doing yourself a disservice. Yes. Yeah, I've, I would agree, Patrick. A uh, website that my listeners can go to to request uh, your services or that free consultation. Sure, www.superiorslabjacking.com. And the phone number is 888-887-2473. Wonderful. And you can always call uh, the show as well to get connected with Patrick. Um, final advice for uh, anyone that thinks that they might need your services. Yeah, a lot of people wait until they're getting ready to sell their house before they, they raise their sunken concrete and they come out and they see what we did and they say, why didn't I do that before? Uh -huh. um, so I think, you know, if you have the resources available, get the problem fixed as soon as possible. Get it fixed right the first time. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of doing things right the first time. Makes total sense. I'm, I'm right there with you, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me back in studio oh, again. Oh, thanks for having me. Coming up next on The Money Hour, are you downsizing, decluttering, senior re relocation, or need an estate sale? I have Joe Mawson with Caring Transitions of South Puget Sound right here at 1150 AM KKNW after the short break. Hi, this is Ian Tolmey with Caring Transition Seattle. Caring Transitions is the nation's largest professional network of estate sale, online auction, household relocation services. Whether you're moving across the country, around the corner, or simply downsizing and decluttering your home, Caring Transitions will reduce your mess and eliminate your stress. We're experts and we'll do what's right for your family. Call us today at 206-330-0878 or find us online at Caring Transition Seattle. Thank you. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. 
sponsored by Absolute Mortgage, a division of Pinnacle Capital Mortgage Corporation. Now, in the studio, local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, September 24th show. My goal is to keep you up to date on the latest news and trends in our local economy. Keep me tuned in and I will keep you informed. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast to talk with the guests that I have in studio. You can call the show at one 855 411150 or online at themoneyhour.com. And right now I have in studio Joe Mawson with Caring Transitions of South Puget Sound. Resources if you're downsizing, decluttering, uh, if you have a senior relocating or need assistance with estate sales. Uh, Joe, thank you so much for coming back and joining me in studio. Thank you very much for having me again. And a little bit about Joe, one and a half years experience as a certified relocation and transition specialist, retired after 31 years in the military, 27 of those full-time for the Washington Army National Guard. Uh, So Joe, just to inform my listeners who may not be familiar with Caring Transitions, what services do you offer? Well, we run the gamut from doing senior relocations, helping them downsize out of the home that they've been in for a long time. If they're ready to downsize or right-size, if you will, we can help them with that. So we help them with the downsizing, the things that won't fit in their new residence. We can help them liquidate, and we can do that a couple different ways. We can do the online auction, or we can have a physical estate sale for them. And then all those things that don't sell, well, we can do a property cleanup so they can turn it over to a realtor. So you could take care of all of that in the transition time. And I like the right-sizing. Well, Downsizing, right-sizing. It's it's right-sizing. And what a lot of our clients really appreciate is the fact that they only have to explain it once. Uh And we can take care of the project from front to back. And they don't have to explain it to a number of different companies. They're just dealing with us. That's a good point. Very efficient way to transition into um, into your new place. So how many Caring Transition franchises are there nationwide, and how many are there located in Washington? Well, Caring Transition started in 2006, and right now we're up to 180 locations nationwide. Wow. In the Seattle area, we've got Jennifer Black on the east side. There's mm-hmm. Michelle Green. I take care of the South Puget Sound. And there's also an office in Spokane. Okay, so a lot of a lot of office offices nation uh, wide and got a, a good coverage here in in uh, Washington State. So, what advice do you have for my listeners that may be planning on downsizing in the near future? Greatest advice I could give is for them to start early, mm-hmm. have an idea of where they're going to wind up, where they're going to move to, and that helps us figure out how much of their property they can take with them. What furniture will they have room for? What's um, what, what's important to them to take and will it fit? And so we can help them with the space plan. And it's probably really important for the family to have their family involved. So yes. talk to the kids, talk to other relatives. So the things that aren't going to fit into the new residence, what's important to be passed on, family heirlooms and such. Yeah. And then all those things that are left, we can help them liquidate them. And I know that you've... Uh, had Jennifer Black on your show before mm-hmm. and talked quite a bit about online auctions. That's one of our specialties. And uh, we can do that online auction or we can do a physical estate sale. And it's great with all the, the experience of all the people that you've worked with and helped in this transition of downsizing, right-sizing, that you know all of the challenges and things that are going to come up. And so you can advise them that this is, you know, talk with the family. These are the things that you need to do to make this as efficient um, and smooth as possible. Absolutely. And and 
a lot of times people aren't familiar with what order should they do things. Oftentimes uh-huh. they want to get rid of everything before they've even decided where they're going to go. And then it's too late. They've already let yes. some of their property go and when it turns out they would have had room for it. So, uh, Joe, what, once a family has decided to downsize, what qualities should they look for when considering a company to help them through this potentially challenging process? Well, there are so, several questions that they can ask, but one of the first might be whether or not that company is licensed, bonded, and insured. Mm-hmm. Also, um, take a look and see what certifications they have, if any. Anybody working for Caring Transitions is a certified relocation and transition specialist. My office, we're also part of NASM, the National Association for Senior Move Managers. In addition to looking for certifications, um, ask them how they handle security. Another thing that you might look for is um, probably best to check the quality of their work. Mm -hmm. Ask them if they're going to be holding a sale in the near future and go come unannounced and just see how they're conducting their operation. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and it's always good to ask for um, introductions, referrals to um, to clients that are, look at their testimonials and see what type of service they've provided for their, uh, their past families. Uh, what about maximizing the return when downsizing? What are some tips that you can share there, Joe? Well, we take a look. Um, we do a free consultation with the family, and we'll take a look at what they have to liquidate. What are those things that aren't going to go to the new residents? And oftentimes, they've got, the family's got quite a few collectibles, that would do well in an online auction because we can ship those all across the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's we're not just dependent on who can make it to that sale on that particular weekend. And so um, that's off, oftentimes someone can probably double their return on an online auction versus a physical estate sale. So you'd mentioned uh, Jennifer Black and Ian have both uh, been in the studio here with me and have talked about the advantages of online auction in previous shows. So can you uh, tell my listeners, share a little bit more about your other services to uh, help families downsize? Well, one of the key services we provide before we get to that point where they're doing the, the actual liquidation is helping seniors move. And so it can be a very stressful experience. And so we can help them with that. One of the ways we can do that is by doing a space plan, going to the new residence, measuring it, doing a 2D drawing, and actually measure the pieces of furniture mm-hmm. and show them different options of how that could be set up. So then once we've got that plan done on moving day, we pack them up the day before, uh, contract with a mover because we're not licensed movers. Okay. We'll arrange all of that for them, and then we'll get them unpacked in their new place. Nice. And so the next day, they're just ready to go. All of the packing boxes are gone. Um, You know, that curio cabinet is set up in the same way in the corner as it was in their living room. Maybe that painting is just over the couch the way it was. So we try and make it as comfortable for them in their new place. So, and if you think about that, if you've um, recently uh, been in a move and you think about not just the um, uh, the time loss, but the emotional uh, part of that that's attached to the time and the stress that you have and damage and all kinds of things. Um, like you said, you can help to you know, figure out what's gonna fit in there. Imagine you're buying the wrong stuff that's not gonna fit in there so much. So um, definitely worth the, uh, the cost associated to having a professional do that for you. So let's talk about about uh, sharing uh, maybe one of your more challenging clients and what did they do wrong, Joe, and what could they have done differently for that to be a success? Well, I won't, it's not so much that they did it wrong. They 
were just overwhelmed. They, okay. they had to be out of a 2,250-square-foot house, and they were downsizing to 950 square feet. Okay. And although we talked about it, about what they needed to do, they were, once again, just overwhelmed. And so... <laughs> Overwhelmed, it sounds like maybe because they weren't releasing and allowing. There, there were some physical disabilities okay. that, that were limiting factors for them. And um, it was just a daunting task. Mm-hmm. And so my team was able to come in and just work with them room by room and um, get things figured out. It was, it was very stressful for, for yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And so we, uh, we just wanted to help. And, and we did. So everything worked out in the end, but it was, uh, was kind of tough going. So is there anything, did they allow enough time for that process? Is there anything that could have made it a little bit easier? I mean, I would imagine part of it is is releasing, you know, releasing to allow you guys to do what you do, um, obviously preparing to make sure that you're given the appropriate time that you need to do what you do, what you do. For people that have the capacity to make the decision, okay. a, a rational decision, uh-huh. to do that in a timely manner, it all works. Yes. But there are just times when life gets in the way. Got and it. Um, they they weren't able to make those decisions. Okay. And, and so we, you know, they called us in and, and we were able to help them through. And, and what that, they waited to the point where there wasn't time to do one of those liquidations we talked about. Got it. it it's optimal to do, whether, you know, the online auction or a physical estate sale at this point. I was able to fi- find a furniture buyer to come in. Mm-hmm. But everything else that wouldn't fit in their new place, they wound up donating to a charity. So what about, let's talk about the cost associated to your services. Certainly. Um, One of the great things about our service is that often at the end of a job, we're giving a check back after our services have been paid for, Mm -hmm. whether it's the senior move, um, doing the auction, or a physical estate sale for the family. At, when it's all said and done, I haven't had a situation yet where the family got a bill. More often than not, they're getting a check back, and they're happy about that. Yeah, but getting money back is always a, is always a positive thing. So what if I have a listener uh, right now that's thinking, you know what, it's just, I'm just going to do it on my own, everything. What would be your advice to them? Well, I did a consultation uh, just a couple weeks ago, and... Um, they decided after I, I told them how much our services were mm-hmm. because obviously um, got to cover that labor. Uh, they said, "Oh, we'll we'll do it ourselves." I said, "Great, thanks for giving me the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Let me send you some tips on things to be successful." Uh-huh. And once I sent them the list, they looked it over and they called me back and they hired me right away because that they said, is awesome. "To do this well, this yeah. is just going to be too much work." Yes. And you have to really consider that the you know the time that it costs you to uh, to do that. And again, I mentioned earlier the you know the emotional uh, process of going through that and the mistakes that are going to be made when you are not a professional in in doing it. So uh, let's share with my listeners because they love stories um, a success story. Well, we've got just had one where a, a couple was getting ready to downsize, move down to Arizona. They did not want a physical estate sale because. They really weren't excited about having strangers walk through their home. Okay. And that was important to them. So we were able to to do an auction for them. And uh, the auction realized double what a physical estate sale would have done for them. And they Uh were quite pleased. Wow. So what was the reason that you decided to to come over to Karen Transitions? Well, I had the opportunity to watch other family members do the downsizing. Mm -hmm. And uh, what an emotional process that was. Sure. And... um, 
got some skills at project management, and it just mm-hmm. looked like a great way to help people. And Joe, your experience in the military um, for such a long time, I mentioned before, and thank you uh, for your for your service. How did that prepare you and help in what you're doing today with Caring Transitions? Probably the key was a lot of project management, working, okay, I- yeah. identifying a, a timeline, things that had to be accomplished within a given timeline, and what people and resources were available and, mm-hmm. and working within a budget. So owning your own franchise, what's your favorite part? <laughs> <laughs> you, I know there's many. You know, <laughs> when I retired from the military, I don't think I really wanted to work this hard. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of work getting your own business going, I'll, I'll tell you. And um, uh, But I think I'm going to do this for the next 10 years uh-huh. and uh, make it a success, and then I'll pass it on to some other retiree. It sounds like a great plan. And outside of hanging out here with with me, um, how else do you get your uh, your clients, Joe? Well, I try and network with um, different senior providers, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a great way. And also, realtors are fantastic. They're a great resource for me. Yeah, and, and so um, for all of those, the realtors, because I have a, um, a, a large listener base, especially on my podcast of real estate professionals, because I work with a lot of them in, in our local market here. And if, if one of them is, is listening, um, what advice and, and uh, shout out would you give in a call to action for them and how you can help them? Well, if they ever have a home that they want to be able to sell, but they can't do it because the folks just aren't ready to downsize, they okay. need some assistance, and perhaps the family's not available to help them through that, Caring Transitions is a great resource. Wonderful. And how do my clients uh, reach you, my listeners? You can find us on the web at caringtransitions.com. Wonderful, Joe. Thank you so much. Make sure you say hi to uh, Jennifer and uh, Ian for me. I sure will. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Coming up next on the Money Hour, how can you protect your home with disability insurance? Seth Gilliland with Mass Mutual Seattle. Right here on 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. Do you want to increase your professional effectiveness and create long-term clients who bring their friends with them? Sandy McCalla with Etiquette For You takes pride in helping professionals and companies deepen their people skills and enhance their corporate culture. Sandy is a certified etiquette consultant, speaker, and mentor with over 45 years in service industries who specializes in building successful track records. To get more information on a customized plan for yourself or your organization, you can call me directly at 425-209-9952 or reach me online at etiquetteforyou.com. Again, that is Sandy McCalla, Etiquette For You at 425-209-9952 or etiquetteforyou.com. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Never imagined your marriage would be ending? Not sure if you're going to be the weekend parent? How long is the divorce process going to take and who can you trust? The attorneys at Humphrey & Associates understand that these are just a few questions that may be going through your mind. You're not alone and they've helped many people in your same position. Their mission is to serve you while you get through this difficult time. Divorce and parenting plans are difficult enough. Working with an attorney shouldn't be. Humphrey & Associates is committed to providing affordable legal services that you can trust. You need good, solid legal advice that isn't going to cost a fortune. Worry no more. To schedule your free consultation, just call 206-946-8580 or go online to halegalteam.com. Hi, this is Vincent Humphrey. 
go ahead and give us a call today at 206-946-8580 or you can reach us online at halegalteam.com. Again, that's 206-946-8580 or online at halegalteam.com. Love to hear from you. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell. Sponsored by Absolute Mortgage, a division of Pinnacle Capital Mortgage Corporation. Now, in the studio, local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, right here on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, September 24 show. I am committed to providing you knowledge needed to be successful in every area of your finances. Knowledge is power, and that's what you'll receive from listening to the show today. If you heard my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. You can call the show at one 855 or go online at themoneyhour.com to discuss anything regarding money, any potential guests you would like to see. Uh, in studio or uh, best to connect with the guests that I have in studio. Right now, Seth Gilliland with Mass Mutual Seattle, protecting your home with disability insurance. And I'm really excited, Seth, first of all, to have you in studio for the first time. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for inviting me, Tina. And I'm excited for the first time in my six years of having the show to actually talk on this topic. So very excited to uh, have a conversation with you today. And a little bit about Seth. Uh, Seth is a financial professional working with Mass Mutual Seattle. He helps individuals and families protect themselves from unnecessary risk with personal strategies designed to support their long-term financial plans. His main job is to help his clients make informed decisions in a way that feels right to them. Seth also helps business owners with proper planning to protect, grow, and transfer their business in a manner that they choose. In the Money Hour segment today, again, Seth talked about protecting uh, your income with disability insurance. So, Seth, why do you need to protect your income? Well, you don't hesitate to protect your your valuable assets like your home, um, your car, um, and your life. So, why not protect your income? Mm-hmm. Uh, your ability to earn a living um, more than your car, more than uh, your home or any other big ticket item is going to be by far your most valuable asset. Um, that's what pays for your essential expenses like housing, uh, food, utilities, transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also is what's going to help support members of your family. Uh, so tuition, childcare, medical bills. Uh, without your income, all that other stuff is going to go away. Yes. So when you add your income up throughout your career, it's going to be your single biggest asset. And even if you don't think your annual salary is that big, that large, over the course of your career, of your lifetime, um, it's going to add up. So if you've got, for example, a 35-year-old who is making $50,000 a year, until retirement, he's going to be making $1.5 million. Um, now that's not even accounting for raises and bonuses. Sure. Okay. Uh, so compare that to the 2016 median, uh, single family, uh, price of a home yes. in Seattle, yes. uh, $560,000. Mm-hmm. So what's greater $560,000 or 1.5 million. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then which one of those are people most likely to protect? Makes total, makes total sense. Mm-hmm. So, Seth, let's talk about the risk that we're protecting our income from. Yeah, well, imagine this. Um, what would happen to your, your standard of living if uh, 
due to an illness or an injury, you were unable to go to work tomorrow. Uh, so if you had to stop working due to a disability, uh, the income you're earning now is simply not going to be there anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, if you become seriously ill or injured and couldn't work for a long period, uh, it'd have a major impact on, on your financial well-being and your family's well-being. Sure. Uh, so you'd have to find another way to cover your living expenses and support the people who are depending on you. And that's where disability insurance or DI comes in. So let's talk about disability insurance. What is it? Yeah, uh, disability insurance is protection for a portion of your income. Uh, so if, if you do become too sick or hurt to go to work, uh, your, dis, your DI benefit uh, will provide you with access to that portion of your income. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, it can also protect your retirement goals by helping you meet your, uh, your current financial, financial obligations so that you don't have to tap into what you have saved for Got retirement. Um, and with any luck, you'll never have to deal with a disability that keeps you from being able to go to work. Uh, but it is a good idea to have a plan in place uh, so that if you ever did become disabled, you could still cover your expenses and provide for the people that are counting on you. So, Seth, what are the chances that one of my listeners is going to need disability income? Well, when you think about uh, the kind of disability that, will, that would keep you, prevent you from going to work, uh, most people think of, uh, of a, a car accident or mm -hmm. a catastrophic injury. Um, so it's something that could happen, but probably won't happen to me. It'll happen to somebody else. Sure. And the reality is that 90% uh, of disabilities are due to an illness and not an injury. Yeah. Um, so you're looking at uh, arthritis, back pain, neurological problems, mm -hmm. uh, cardiovascular illness. Um, those are all more common than, uh, than injuries when it comes to disability claims. Um, and, uh, and as far as, you know, what are the odds of, of this occurring? Well, people think, oh, maybe it's one in 50. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll happen to me. Um, when in fact, one in four 20-year-olds will become disabled before they reach retirement age. That is crazy. One yeah. in four right. under 20? 20-year-olds, uh, yes. 20-year-olds, 20 wow. Year old, yes. Um, so you, you your, your listeners probably know someone um, who's had to take some time off work for mm -hmm. medical reasons, even if it's not permanent. Yeah. So what about other options, uh, Seth, besides disability insurance? Well, yeah, um, in the event that you would uh, experience a, a disability due to illness or injury, um, there are several sources of, of, uh, of benefits uh, that you may be able to access. Uh, for example, assistance from the government mm -hmm. um, or, or, or assistance from your employer. Uh, however, there are limitations on those benefits, um, and they may not be sufficient to meet your income replacement needs. So, one, for example, one of those is uh, workers' comp. Uh -huh. So that's um, that's provided where if if you uh, if you become disabled, if something happens to you on the job site, um, then workers' comp from the state gonna is going to kick in. Yep. Um, but, but that only only if you are 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 injured uh, on the site okay. on the work site. And uh, according to the National Safety Council, seventy three percent of disabilities are not work related. Okay. Okay. Um, the other. Uh, the other one is uh, Social Security, mm -hmm. um, so SSDI. That uh, that program is hard; to, it's hard to qualify for, mm -hmm. um, and uh, the average monthly benefit is one thousand one hundred thirty dollars. So that's not even going to cover my rent. Exactly. Right. So let's say your employer does have uh, disability insurance insurance benefits. Um, are are you going to have something in addition to that? Can you can it 
cover what's not getting covered by the employer's uh, benefits? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly it. Uh, so, so if you have benefits from uh, from your employer, that's uh, group long-term disability mm-hmm. um, insurance. Um, so that's a helpful benefit. It provides a very uh, essential layer. Um, but there are some things to keep in mind. Um, first, if you leave for another job, um, you may not be able to take that coverage with you. Um, your new employer may not provide the same benefit. Sure. And, uh, and also, uh, if your employer is paying for that policy, the benefits you receive uh, once you become disabled, those are taxable. Okay. Uh, so, you know, you, you mentioned there uh, a gap between what your income is pre-disability yes. and what your employer benefits mm-hmm. would be. Um, so that's, if, if people are looking at their plans, they're going to see uh, uh, it, it typically is going to cover around 60% of their salary. Um, so that, that is their salary. That's not, does it not include bonuses or commissions? Just um, the base salary. Just the base For salary. For me, I would be in a little bit of trouble if it doesn't <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. If you have a position where, you know, like a realtor, you uh-huh. have a lot of, or uh, a of commissions. Or a mortgage Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's not, it's not going to include your, your gross income. It's okay. only that, that base salary. So, so when, you know, 60% could really be, you know, 30%. Yep. So um, whatever the number is. Yeah. So what that is, is there's a gap. Whatever is less than 100%, mm-hmm. that's going to be the gap that, uh, that you're, that's going to be uh, what you're looking to get covered. Um, that's where an individual policy could come in and, and fill that gap. Got it. So uh, additional benefits of having an individual disability insurance policy compared to using the other options. Uh, well, the, the first value is that it's yours. It's yours to own. Yep. Um, it's portable, so it doesn't matter if you leave your job, go somewhere else. That's Moves following with, yeah. you. Yes. Um, it's, uh, as we mentioned, it, uh, it can supplement the coverage, uh, any group coverage um, that you already have. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Um, the policy can be uh, custom tailored to your specifications. So if you mm-hmm. are, are uh, making contributions to a 401k, um, those can also be uh, included in your coverage. Okay. Um, uh, you know, if accounting for, you know, growth in your salary over the course of your career, you mm-hmm. can anticipate that and have, uh, have your, your disability policy also uh, include that growth. And, and uh, provided that the premiums are paid, uh, the policy is non-cancelable, so it goes on until age 65, and uh, you don't have to worry about uh, your coverage getting dropped or, uh, or premiums getting hiked up. Okay. Yeah. So we've already talked about, um, you know, majority not uh, really knowing the statistics, which is uh, the case in, in many things. But, um, you know, some uh, somebody might be saying, I'm just going to play the odds of not getting disabled. Why not just skip the disabled insurance? And if I do get disabled, I'll just go ahead and tap into my savings. So um, give advice to that person that might be listening to the show today. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's going playing the odds, you know. All right, three and four. That's not so bad. I'll take those. <laughs> if I went down to Vegas, I'd take those on. Yeah. Uh, but that still does leave you vulnerable. So um, that's assuming that you are going to have enough money set aside in your savings. Yes. And people are generally overestimating how much they have set aside. Uh, so if think right now, if you've got, if you have enough and you're uh, uh, saved in the bank mm-hmm. uh, to get by without going to work, without any uh, any uh, income coming in uh, for one to two months. You're already way better off than the average American. Uh, most even people, though we all know you should have at least six months. You should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. But most people, most people do not. Sure. 
so if you don't have, you know, that, that cushion set in place, then you do need to look at some other options. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's go down that path. Let's take a look at what does, uh, the reality of using personal savings look like, uh, to cover, uh, uh, expenses during a disability. So say we've got a male, he's age 30, uh, he's earning $75,000 a year of that. He's saving 5% and he spends 4,000 a month on expenses. Uh, so if he becomes totally disabled after one year of paying those expenses, mm-hmm. he's wiped out 13 years of savings. Uh, keeping in mind that the average disability is lasting a lot longer than one to two months or yeah. even a year. Yeah. So at Mass Mutual, we're seeing the average uh, DI claim that we're paying is uh, four years. Okay. So most people's savings are going to run out a long, a long time before that. Mm-hmm. And and. As I, you know, as I mentioned, you know, having to take extended time off from work due to an illness or injury is more common than people think. So, um, so if you're, if you're, if your benefits, your DI benefits and uh, your personal savings aren't enough to go the distance, you really do need to take a look at uh, some other options. Got it. Um, so we've got a few minutes uh, left here and I want to uh, ask that, you know, people may say that, that, you know, it sounds expensive. What does uh, DI policy cost? Well, when you're already paying for other kinds of insurance, it uh, you know for your home and your auto and life, it's hard to think about buying uh, more. But mm-hmm. a good way to frame it is to uh, is to th- uh, what DI costs versus what the benefit uh, would be if you used it. Okay. Um, so you know really quickly that thirty-year-old uh, man um, now he's making fifty-six thousand dollars a year. Uh, he buys a DI policy. Um, he's paying a. a approximately $900 a year, mm-hmm. you know, compare that to, you know, 750 for his coffee, his daily coffee. Sure. Yep. Uh, if he becomes totally disabled after a 90 day waiting period, he could receive uh, $4,000 a month over 12 months. Um, that's replacing 86% of his disability, pre-disability after tax income. And in that case, one year benefits uh, will equal 52 years of premiums paid. So, it can sound like it could be a little complicated. So how do people find out what the right coverage amount would be for them? Right. Um, so consider uh, a comprehensive assessment with a qualified financial professional. Yep. Um, so you can call someone up. You can ask for a free policy review uh, to see if in your plan there are any gaps in coverage. And, uh, and you want to remember that, you know, which, which company you're choosing is going to mm-hmm. make a difference because this is something you want to uh, have in place over uh, you know, many decades. So you want to make sure that if you do need it, the company that's is going to be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, determine whether you need, whether you can get coverage through your employer, um, whether you, uh, you're you looking at individual DI, uh, whatever ch- path you choose, you want to make sure that you have the appropriate amount of coverage um, so that if you do become unable to go to work, um, you will, you will, you'll be able to get your expenses covered. Wonderful. So all of you listening, if you don't have disability insurance, uh, pick up the phone, give the show a call, um, go online and reach out. I'll get you connected with Seth. Seth, thank you so much for coming in and joining me in studio. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And this is your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Got to say goodbye to you today, but I'll be here same place, same time next weekend, right here at 1150 AM KKNW. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.
preceding program is paid for by Absolute Mortgage, a division of Finance of America Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 1071, AZBK 0910184. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Absolute Mortgage. Visit absoluteloans.com or call 888-90-HOMES for cost information.